This is Arvette McLean and Diana Wright of Speak, The Universe Listens. We love inspiring and providing the tools needed to be your best selves, to live your best lives, and to easily create abundance in your relationships, finances, and health. Today's topic is rising above abuse. So Diana, we had um, a month where we were asking our listeners to ask us questions. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that I saw come up a lot had to do with bullying um, and also with people abusing other people. Mm -hmm. And so um, do you have any thoughts in terms of why this is so prevalent maybe? (sighs) Well, as far as with the abuse, I think it's gone on for, I mean, it's, it happens all the time. It's happened for many years. People have just starting to come out and express their feelings about it and making it known. Um, I would say, again, so like for myself, it's been in my family. It's touched me, not from a physical abuse standpoint, but from a psychological and emotional mm-hmm. um, standpoint for many, many years. And I would say it's just as hard because for me, it was very, very hard for me to get over. Um, And to once my spirit was broken, my confidence was broken within myself, I just really pretty much allowed anything to happen to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people are in that position and they don't see a way out. That, and for me, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, it was like I, I deserve to be there Mm -hmm. because that's how broken and low that I actually was. That's really interesting um, that you say that about, I guess, being able to identify the feeling that I deserve this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because a lot of times when people are being abused, I do think that's one of the underlying thoughts is that I deserve it or I don't deserve anything better. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve good things, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like that underlying um, thing. And and the thing is, it's like, so it's like once you get into that cycle, it kind of reinforces itself. Mm-hmm. Like the more you're abused, the less powerful you feel, and then the more you're abused. That is, I definitely believe in that because it's almost just like you're in this cycle and you just you attract abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can speak to that from a close family member of mine and always kind of wondered, this person in every relationship was physically abused Mm -hmm. by each person that that they dated. And I couldn't understand, why does this keep happening? Mm -hmm. But as I kind of grew into it and kind of, you know, kind of conceptualize it a little bit based on this person's personality, what this person had been through for many years, she attracted, mm-hmm. she attracted that mm-hmm. and almost expected that. And the sad part about it is she wanted it mm-hmm. because she was still in, not realizing, but she was still in this, this dark hole in that sense, not realizing her spirit was broken a long time ago. And this is, this is what's supposed to happen in every relationship. Mm-hmm. And that is just so, it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And for me, I would have to say from my standpoint, I did get lower and lower. I went to such a dark place that I didn't want to live anymore because 
the person that I was with, crazy as it may seem, I loved the ground that that person walked on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I knew that person wasn't treating me right. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't get out of it. But when I did, you know, I didn't go back. But I've heard other women, I've heard men that are in abusive relationships that um, they don't see a way out. They look at the time that's been spent. They look at if children are involved. It's always an excuse. It's nothing that I can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is probably a bad place for me to insert this um, because no one really cares about the abuser. <laughs> and so but what you just said about your friend who... It was almost like she expected to be abused. And so what happens when you're in a relationship with someone who's expecting to be abused and then they bring that part of you out? And I say that because I was recently um, kind of like developing a new a new friendship mm-hmm. and the person just expected to be abused. And so they were always accusing me like whatever my attitude is they're they're labeling it as whatever they thought it was and i'm like "Mm, no i'm not mad um no i wasn't trying to be mean um no and so i literally had to remove myself from that relationship because i'm like why are you trying to pull me it's like you needed to label me as the bad person Mm -hmm. and i'm not doing i know i'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. bad so i just had to back out of it but what if you can't back out of it? What if you don't know how to back out of it? And then you start living into what the person is expecting of you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question because <laughs> um, hopefully I've never been on the side that I've abused anyone that I know of. But I mean, I think we all have buttons that people can push. Um, but that's... Uh, that's 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 a good question and I can't even put anything towards it um I can say with you know my friend it was a provocation you know it was it was almost it's almost like a sense of the relationship wasn't right unless it was wrong Mm -hmm. right you know nothing was going right and if it was going right might be happy for a little bit but the happiness was uncomfortable to her Mm -hmm. And that just, you know, because she never had it. Right. Yeah. And and I've actually heard people say things like, well, that is what makes me know that they love me. True. Yeah. So that's, that's real interesting, kind of like flipping it from the side of the abused Z, but in terms of saying how, how are we attracting those mm-hmm. things in our lives, but usually like you say um about your friend it she was broken years and years Mm -hmm. ago and then you just get kind of stuck into that pattern um that whole belief system of whatever that is if it's i'm not deserving i'm not worthy Mm -hmm. i'm not good enough i deserve bad things and you kind of get stuck in that pattern not even realize that that's where you are Mm -hmm. so i think i can talk a little bit here about um vibrations and the vibrations that we put out based on how we're feeling. And so, as we've stated many times before, um, similar energies attract similar energy. So, what, wherever you're vibrating, if you're vibrating on a low frequency, then you'll attract a low frequency energy. 
And so, of course, a lot of times people who are being abused, they're not seeing themselves as being in the same energy band as people who are abusing them. But really, they both both things are a low vibrational energy. So one is, um, you know, the stuff we were talking about, about being unworthy, feeling unworthy and not deserving. And I'm not really sure, what does an abuser feel? What do you think? I don't know. Um, if I had to think about it in a, um, in a nice way, I should say, because first, the abuser, I think negative of, but... I would think it has to have something to do with that person of what happened in their lives mm-hmm. as well, whether it's childhood or um, were they abused and it's just, or they've seen their parents or someone else abused and it just is a cycle for them as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do so also. The feeling would be what, like anger or revenge? Or it could be anger, it could be hurt. control, it could be any of those yeah. things. And so, but the key to that is it's still a lower frequency mm-hmm. vibration and so that's going to attract other low frequency vibrations and so that is why the abuser and the abusee will find each other hmm. and they will get into this almost like a dance like they have to I have to abuse you and you have to be abused in a sense hmm. and so then um I guess a lot of times when we're being abused, we're seeing it like it's the other person that's doing this to us, right? Um, But if we start looking at things like, I have the power. I have the powers within me. I can tap into the powers of the universe. I can tap into everything that I need to be okay. And you start realizing, you know what, I can start changing my energy. Like it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with changing the other person is how can I change me and my energy and so of course you know you could go the long route and do counseling and you know all that type of thing or you could call upon the universe you can start visualizing what you want to be who you want to be how you want to feel how you want to live your life and just really every day start that practice of visualizing the life you would love and um, as, when you're, as your energy field shifts, it can't exist. If you raise your vibration, you can't exist in the same room almost with someone with a lower vibration. Like that's going to fall away. So one of two things is going to happen. Either that person is going to fall out of your life, whether it's you leaving or the person is leaving, or the person is going to start showing you a different side of them because all of us have more than one side. So Mm -hmm. even though the person may only show you that ugly side, they do have another side. And so if you change your energy field, then they may very well just start showing you that other side of them. Um, And and why I am, what I'm thinking is being in and remembering the situation that I was in and trying to think, okay, if I had have changed my vibration from that standpoint, and I eventually did, mm-hmm. but the result of that wasn't, that person didn't change. I had to change. And then like what you stated, once, you know, once I was there on a higher level, I couldn't be, didn't want to be, it was none of that. Everything looked different. Everything felt different. And when I was confident, I just simply left. Mm-hmm. But I would say, a lot of people in worse situations than I was in would say, 
probably would say they still can't see no way out. There's a fear there. Um, if I change, things might get worse from that standpoint. Right. So and I've heard people say that. Well, I have not talked to anyone about that, but um, the fear is a negative vibration or a lower vibration. So changing your vibration, raising your vibration, seeing what the life you would love, that raises everything. Mm-hmm. That raises your energy, raises you out of fear. So you just start thinking about and feeling what you would want. And then everything else is going to take care of itself. The universe will take care of the details. You don't have to figure out, okay, am I going to leave? Is he, what's going to happen? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. The universe will work it out perfectly for you. So if it's a thing where he needs to stay negative in a negative space, okay, well then you're going to end up leaving. Or he's going to end up leaving. Or the whole, situ- the whole relationship will change. So something's going to happen, but... Um, you being on a high vibration and they being on a low vibration, y'all won't be able to exist in the same, yep, that cat and mouse dance won't be able to continue. So the key is really, even if you don't believe it yet, believing that you deserve something else, just act like you do anyway. Just, you know, just start picturing yourself as the person who's happy, healthy, you know, deserving, loving, powerful, Everything you would love to, um, you know, explore in your life, start picturing it, even if you don't believe you can ever have it. But again, if you spend time there, things are going to shift. And it happens very quickly. If you go there every day into that space, things are going to start shifting and you'll start noticing it. And it'll look like that person is changing, most likely. But you'll see a difference very quickly. I can... um relate to that and just again speaking of my relationship um at that time you know when i wanted happiness i was tired so tired of just being down so tired of just just not being happy i'm like there has to be something else that's better out here and i had to un um unstick myself because i was stuck I was really, really stuck. I knew I could see the sun on the other side, but I didn't know how to reach out and grab it. And when I got tired, when I became tired and I wanted the sun, I simply made that decision. Mm -hmm. And everything, like you said, everything changed. Mm -hmm. And I was able to walk away after 18 years of being in that situation and never looked back. Mm -hmm. And... I would say maybe 30 days before that, I would have never been able to realize that. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, and I have goosebumps right now (laughs) because (laughs) because I never thought that I had the power within me to actually do it. Mm -hmm. And then I started beating myself up like, well, what took you so long? (laughs) You know, because I always had it, it was always right there. No matter what anybody told me, I had friends, I had family, you know, you're gonna be okay, but it didn't matter what anybody told me. I had to change me because at first of all, I had to realize what the time that I spent, I was trying to change that other person. Mm-hmm. First of all, I believed that wasn't my responsibility and I couldn't change that person. I was responsible for only changing me. And when I changed me, everything else changed for my good. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember what made you realize that it had to come from you versus from him? 
Yes. Um, it was actually when my mother passed away. That was um, kind of it for me because we were actually planning a wedding. Had the wedding gown, everything, and I wanted, um, I had showed her my gown and we were talking about it and it was my dream for her to see me to walk down the aisle. And um, unfortunately she passed away, but there was no support. Like when my mother passed, mm -hmm. it well, no, well, before my mother passed, it was no support. Um, I was with her 24 seven cause I took a leave from work and it was always a complaint. Well, you love your mother more than you love me. And, um, she was my focus, mm -hmm. her and my son. And that kind of, you know, really broke things for me. Mm -hmm. And really I started seeing things. It's like, no. So I became stronger in the midst of my mother's, um, turmoil and weakness. Mm -hmm. So I look at it, all of it, as a blessing. Mm -hmm. So that's really what did it. So did you feel some type of an energy shift or anything in your body from the point where you were like, mm-mm, this isn't, this isn't right? Um, my first, you know, feeling with it at that time was anger um, of not having the support. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to jump in on that with the anger part um, being the first thing because anger is actually a higher vibration than, say, depression or, um, you know, those feelings of unworthiness. Like, when you feel anger, that's a step up. And so that's, um, yeah, I can, I can relate to that. In that anger... I guess I really needed to to get there. Um, in the midst of all of it, I was feeling stronger. I was feeling a whole lot more confident. I was changing in the midst of everything that was going on around me. And um, it was a, um, I could say it was an uncomfortable feeling. I'm like, what's going on, Diana? <laughs> this is, you know, you got all of this going on over here. Um, but I'm grateful for it mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, it was hard, but it was also so rewarding that I was able to make that step. Yeah, because um, you say just 30 days earlier, that thought really wasn't even in your head. Like no. you didn't think you could do it. And so even though you're saying it was hard, it probably really wasn't in a sense because you were able to do it once. Once you were ready, you were ready. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Once I was ready, it was... It was nothing that could have been said, nothing that could have been done. I had already made up my mind, you know, that this right here wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what where I was going to be anymore, you know, and I just simply made the decision. So let me ask you this. So you say earlier that a lot of times people, I'm not, I'm not saying these are excuses. I, I, I just don't have a better word at the moment, but people will say things like, I wouldn't have any place to live. What would I do? I wouldn't be able to do it on my own type of thing. So were you thinking those thoughts prior? I was, because, but most of that for me was all the time that I had put into the relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, we both had friends and friends of friends. And I made my whole world during that time 
was basically his world, mm -hmm. his friends, even though I had formed relationships with it. But they, to me, when I look back, they were superficial relationships because they were his friends. Mm -hmm. And um, I really felt in the middle of it that I couldn't breathe without this person. Mm -hmm. My life would be completely over without this particular person. And I want to go back a little bit because as we were talking, I was trying to figure out, well, how did I even allow that to start in the beginning? Well, of course, in the beginning for me, I didn't realize what was happening at that particular time. But meeting this person, I was newly divorced. I had a brand new baby, first time mother. Um, and I should have picked up on some things that was actually said when I look back on it where, you know, no man is going to want a woman that's been divorced with a brand new baby. I didn't know any better. I was in my early 20s. I had no idea. And I believed that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I stayed. Mm -hmm. And then it just trickled down to the point where, I mean, I changed my entire self. I was in church. I was in the choir. I stopped going to church. I left the choir. I mean, my whole entire life changed. I made my life hits. Mm -hmm. And to the point where until... 18 years later to the point where when my mother was, you know, in the condition that she was, when I had was just emotionally, I had nothing left. But in that, when at the bottom and losing, you know, my best friend at that time, I rose within it. Mm -hmm. So how did, you know, like when you say you made that step and then things worked out. So like all the things you feared, when, like, as far as taking that step, those things were fearful that might would happen. The things that might happen as a result of making that step, how did all that play out? Well, I didn't, <laughs> to be honest, um, I didn't think twice about it. My um, my family, when I decided to leave, they were right there. Um, I had no worries. My son was taken care of. I didn't care about the people you know, that was superficially in my life. Um, it, you know, I bet it's just, it was just like, I started to breathe, mm -hmm. you know, that the air was actually now my own, not somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And um, once I let all of that go, everything fell into place. Within six months, I never thought that I could get my own house. Um, Cause that's pretty much how I was conditioned, or I should say, I have to go about how I allowed myself to be conditioned because I believe that no one can do anything to you and put you in a place unless you allow it to happen. And I allowed this to happen because of where I was. And um, six months later, I went into a neighborhood I had never been in before. They were building houses. I decided to stop. I well, actually, I rolled past like five times and I decided to stop. And... Um, talked to the realtor and she was just like all you have to do is fill out the application mm -hmm. and first my thought this would never happen and i got approved for to have my first house built <laughs> um a townhouse and it was it was bittersweet because my mom always wanted a townhouse mm -hmm. you know so i carried her spirit with me mm -hmm. you know and every everything fell into place <laughs> Well, you know, when we started this topic, I had no idea you were going to be such a testimony 
topic. And my goodness, thank you for sharing and bearing in the way that you did. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we listened to the topic, I was like, well, I already know. <laughs> because um, she's basically said it all. You've said it all. Um, but just the whole idea this that when you are in an abusive situation, it's usually some underlying thought, or you may even know what the thought is that's holding you there. It's almost like that thought is holding you hostage, and then you know other thoughts are gang up with it. So you may have the thought that you're unworthy, but then you'll think, okay, if I were to leave... Um, I don't have any place to go. No one's going to support me. There could be a whole um, variety of things that will keep you in place and keep you in a space of continually being abused. But the truth of the matter is, as Diana said, once you decide um, that you want something different, you just put your sights on something different. And the more you dip into that energy field, the more you're going to believe in yourself and the more you're going to love yourself, the more you're going to feel your personal power, things are going to rise up in you. Um, and it's, it's going to change the situation. And like I said, you don't know how or why, um, what's going to happen, but something's going to happen and it'll be able to release you. You'll be able to be free. Mm -hmm. And as Diana say, be able to breathe again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so again, thank you for that, Diana. Until next time, this is Arvette. This is Diana. Bye. Bye. And by the way, I have a free gift for you. Check out my website at www.arvettemclean.com. That's A-R-V as in Victor, A-T-M-C-C-L-A-I-N-E.com for your free gift and to find more goodies to help you create the life that you would absolutely love.